A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. The Best in the World podcast with Richard Parr. Welcome everyone to The Best in the World with Richard Parr and I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that my guest today is arguably one of the best we've ever had on this podcast, being the most famous and one of the most successful. I'm speaking to the two-time Olympic champion in cycling, Fabian Cancellara. Fabian has won four time trial world championships as well as those two Olympic gold medals. He's won eight stages in the Tour de France during his career, and he has also had victories in the Paris-Roubaix race three times. He's also a triple-time winner in the Tour of Flanders, among his many, many accolades. An absolute legend of the world of cycling. The man known as Spartacus covers all of this on today's podcast. He also talks about how his life has changed since he retired from cycling in 2016 after that amazing success at the Rio Olympics. He gives us an insight into the typical day of a world champion cyclist, especially during the Tour de France. We also find out what his favourite race of his career is. And he tells us all about his latest project, Chasing Cancellara. It's an absolute honour to speak to one of the greatest cyclists in the world. So let's not waste any time. Let's begin the conversation with the cycling Olympic champion, Fabian Cancellara. The Best in the World podcast with Richard Parr. Roman Cancellara, welcome to the best in the world with Richard Parr, a two-time Olympic champion, four-time world champion, multiple stage winner of the Tour de France. Delighted to have you on the programme. Obviously, you've been retired now since that win in 2016 when you won that Olympic gold for the second time. How's your life been since then and what are you up to at the moment, Fabian? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm retired, but that doesn't mean I'm standing still at home and, uh, yeah, just only enjoying life. I mean, on one side I'm enjoying, but on the other hand, I'm still, I mean, I'm pretty involved and pretty in learning processes regarding the new world, the new world of uh, sports events. I mean, I'm involved in, uh, I mean, I have my company, then, then that's the first step I did. And then there was this triathlon project, TriStar we building up uh, or rebuilding up and then I have my own project with Jason Cancellara where it's kind of meet the legends, uh, putting people on the bike, get people motivated to do something, to move because it's a health thing and uh, experiences for fans, supporters. I mean, 
and it's not just somebody's organizing it. I mean, I'm involved constantly in meetings and uh, yeah, and, and progressing everything. I mean, it's, and that's it's one thing. It's it's a motivation I have by myself, but on the other hand, is it's a learning process of of the details. And I think as an athlete, it was the same. I started as a professional. I had no idea what what will be my direction, and the same is now. That uh, I mean, slowly, step by step, I'm finding also the direction of okay, this is me. No, this is not me. This is I, this I like. This I don't like because only to do something that I did something. That's not what I want. I want to do more than just that. Mm. Yeah. So that very often involves goal setting. So have you set goals for yourself with this? Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, on the on one side, I don't, I do not want to lose. I mean, losing of uh, that I have success with the project. That's one thing. But on the other hand, I mean, um, I gave me time, and I don't know where and how big or or how far everything can go. But on one thing, I'm I'm sure, and this is what what I believe that that what I'm doing is is the right thing. And uh, I mean, it's not uh, like in in. When I was riding, I mean, I had gold, I had classics, I had uh, Olympics, I had different kind of goals, and and I was working hard for it. And here, it's it's different to say I want to only have uh, nice numbers in 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 the economy side of the of the company. I mean, I think this is not it's not the same goals. I mean, for me, is the biggest goal for myself is to have a continuation of motivation and to will in in the projects I'm involved in there. When I do this and I can build up that, then the rest will be a success around it. Mm, fantastic. And you said there you, you don't want to lose. When you were a cyclist and you did lose, how did you react? Were you, were you a, a graceful loser? Uh, I was always looking in the details and, and to see um, ah, what was good and what was not good. Because um, if I gave everything... If I did everything right, if I did the preparation right, if I did uh, all the details, I was doing everything right in the race, and someone or a few or a lot of other ones been better and faster, I had to accept it. And I, I said, hey, fine, that's how it is. But if it was a mistake or if there was something wrong or if the preparation wasn't right and then I lost, then of course... I was pointing myself and I say, hey, this is not good. This is not good enough. So I need to do it better. And I learned uh, from failure. I learned from mistakes. But still, I mean, yeah, when when I had all this in this kind of situation, then, of course, I'm not giving up. I just did it and tried to do as better as I could uh, in, in all the next steps and racing that have been coming. Mm. Was there one race in particular which you learned a lot from that really helped propel you to further victories? Uh, yeah, I think there was a few races. I mean, one I think is uh, definitely the World Championship race in 2009 in Mendrisio, the road race, or even the crash uh, in 2012 at Flanders or even at the Olympic Games in London. I think these are a typical three-pointed-out races where I have seen that with being so super strong, you make a lot of mistakes. And, and so I had to not just to be when I you're 100% in top shape and uh, mentally you are super, super strong and almost flying. 
I mean, there you have always to take uh, more and more, and that's why I think these are three races where, I mean, where I learned so much, and this has given me, or this has putting me down a lot. I mean, I had I suffered a lot, but on the other hand, with those suffers and with those experiences in a negative way, I I turned in to be stronger, and I was working better and harder for the next thing that's been coming up, and all about what after came, especially the year after from 09, when I look on the 2010 with the double with Flanders and, and Roubaix, or even the, the 2013 with the double as well, where after the 12th year was not so easy. I think um, that's big examples about uh, the turning points to be stronger. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. The Best in the World Podcast with Richard Parr. Obviously, you're someone who likes to learn and listen using podcasts such as The Best in the World with Richard Parr. But have you ever thought about listening to a whole book in an audio format? Well, you can do that with Audible and you can do it on your iPhone, Android, MP3 player. And you can do it for free. Yes, Audible are giving you the chance to check out their service for 30 days for free. And that includes one free audiobook download. All you've got to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash best. And you can download any type of book that you can think of. Of course, if like me, and you probably are because you're listening to this podcast, you're interested in sports, there are hundreds and thousands of sports books you can listen to i've recently listened to legacy by james kerr it's everything about the new zealand rugby team i've also been listening to the biography of the spurs manager Maurizio pochettino written by guillaume balaguer called brave new world all of that is available for you on audible just go and check out their service by going to audibletrial.com forward slash best and you can get one free audiobook download for 30 days go and check it out all right let's return to the conversation with the olympic champion cyclist 
Fabian Cancellara. The best in the world podcast with Richard Parr. You mentioned the details and and things you need to do. Let, let's talk a little bit about that because you know what you guys put in for a Tour de France or any of the big races is is just so incredible. So just give us an idea of what you would do leading up to a race, say in the Tour de France. What would be part of your your typical morning routine? Yeah, I think detail is all about. I think um, it's not just oh, I'm riding the bike, I'm having fun, I'm enjoying a coffee break, and then yeah, let's have a nice plate of pasta, and then yeah, let's go to bit of the sun, having a nice bath, and having fun in the evening. I mean, the details is just more than just riding the bike and what I was explaining now. I mean, mm. in the morning you wake up and you have to take care what you're gonna eat, and uh, I mean, I was already looking how much walking distance I'm going to have. Uh, I tried to walk as less as possible. I tried to eat as best as I could with all the ni- with all the most important ingredients to be ready for the day. And then, of course, uh, you you had uh, to do some, I don't say warm-up, but to, to build up your body. I mean, uh, building up, I mean, some stretching, some small core exercises, just to, to get in the bodies are moving because sometimes in Tour de France on big race, uh, big Tour de France race days, uh, your body is, is kind of in a fatigue mood in the morning. I mean, you have heaps of days there are continuation coming, and, and so your body once in a while is is quite tired in the morning. So um, just to make a few reflexes to your body that hey, uh, get awake, and then of course uh, with all the massages, with all the, the food you need, with all. Uh, the race preparation, the equipment. I mean, the equipment is another side where it's important. And so look at it. Uh, what, which gears you're going to use? Which wheels you're going to want? And what's the stage about? And, and you talk with the riders. You build up mentally strength with your teammates. Uh, what's the goal of the day? Or what's the goal in generally? I mean, this is all about that. And also there, you're building up. You, you motivate. You, 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 you try to laugh. You try to have fun. But on the other hand, you need also to focus for the coming up day and, and, and looking to those details, what the tactic going to be. And then, of course, in the race, uh, you need to save as much as possible energy. You need to take care where you're going to ride, how you're going to ride, how much pedal stroke you're going to do, when you're going to eat, what you're going to eat. I mean, sounds pretty a lot, but when you're in this circle, that's just a routine, a routine of you know what to do because it's all about saving energy from day to day and then if the day comes, especially in the Grand Tours, you're going to hit it and then you want to go deep and you're going to go fast and there you need all the energy what you could save because a tour it's from day to day is hard but if you can save once in a while the right energy at the right place at the right moment, I mean, this is also necessary and important and then the day, I mean somehow the day goes quick over maybe after four, four and a half hours depends on five hours day is over and then the most important thing you take your recovery shake and and from there on you try to recover as much as you could with massages uh, lying on the bed having your osteo uh, eating right at the evening having good time on the table also mentally to recover but and then try to get on early bed to get ready for the next day i mean this is simple routine you're putting in mm. How much did that post-race routine change from when you started your career in the early 2000s to when you retired in 2016? 
uh, the biggest change is that really the details have changed. I mean, before you've been looking on details, but of course I wasn't so experienced on, on all that. And I mean, you've been riding, you've been recovering, you've been training, and you've been continuing, but you've been not looking all so detail-wise on the training schedules because, I mean, I've been following the training schedules, but it wasn't so detailed because the digital... The digital has, has coming into big now also in the, in the training data or, or uploading systems. I mean, I was training with the polar, with the heart rate belt. So now you don't train anymore only with the heart rate belt. Today you train with power, heart rate, and, and cadence and speed and, and, and power. And I mean, so much more. And also, we, we never had the cook on the early years. I mean, the cook is now almost a normal... A normal uh, a normal case to have it on races and, and also equipment uh, clothing uh, race clothing especially because aerodynamics what are you going to wear um, on the bike also their time trials i mean was more now details orientated how your position was i mean it took me a while i think it took me six years to get into a, in a into a wind tunnel to do some wind tunnel testing oh, wow. so for many years, it wasn't really the details what was counting. But years by caming and more years I was doing it, so more of the details I have to look at. Because as more success I had, as more the details I had to look to be better than the other. Because my one goal was to be bad, to be the best. But on the other hand, is also to try to find ways to be on the details better than others. Mm. Uh, well, ultimately work because you did become the best in the world. Um, You've mentioned food a few times there, healthy food, you had a cook. What is healthy food to you? What would you typically eat on a race day? Um, yeah, it's individually as well there. What, what, what you can, uh, I mean, what for your body is the best. I mean, I think this is definitely also important because... Um, uh, somebody can can have a, a nice muesli with with uh, milk, and someone says, "Better no, I need a lactose-free milk." Or somebody says, ah, "I need to be with more rice." And mo- mostly, I was eating my muesli. I had some rice and and some some yeah. That was mostly the main main thing I had in the morning. And uh, I mean, it sounds pretty yeah, not so much special, but on the end, it's a routine. I was so much on on routine orientated where where you had to have always your your running work i mean it's it's a system it's kind of a it's kind of car you need the same fuel always you cannot put one another fuel in because then you're yeah then the engine will blow up and so also I knew it uh, when I eat this, I can eat it three and a half hours before the race without a problem uh, when I eat this, I can have that so it's also. Um, there also, I mean, of course, you try to eat also what after the race, the right thing. I mean, this has also changed a lot. What you eat definitely on the dinner, what you eat definitely in the evening. That's all things also where a lot of details um, has changed the cook. I mean, you can eat uh, quinoa. That also came in modern, but a few years ago, quinoa was not even on the table. But then a lot of new fibers that are maybe better than just rice or just normal regular pasta. I mean, the years I was, I mean, I wasn't so eating a lot 
by end of the years the white pasta because white pasta for my body wasn't so good it was more building up liquids and so we started to eat more potatoes or even some corn rice i mean this was helping to give more power and more energy than just the white one mm. And I know we're running out of time, so I just want to get one more main question. And effectively, it goes back to what we started with. A two-time Olympic champion, four-time world champion, multiple stage winner in Tour de France, victories, Tour of Flanders, Paris-Roubaix, so many great victories. Is there one which you enjoy the most that you look back on and are most proud of? Um, yeah, it's quite, quite hard because uh, there are many of them. But definitely the Olympic Games, it's, it's a standing out moment, a standing out day because it's the day where once I won the, the, the second gold medal of my career, but on the other hand, I'm retired or I decide this is, will be my last professional bike race. And, and so this is what also um, has, has, uh, has changed. And I think this is, uh, it's an amazing, un, unbelievable, unforgettable day. The the second one, yeah, of course, and the Rio in '16, and uh, I mean there are heaps of odds, but this is pre- definitely the standing out uh, moment of my career. Oh, amazing, well, Fabian, it's been really, really good to talk to you and learn from you and listen to everything which made you become uh, the best in the world. Before we go, can you just let us know where we can continue to follow your journey so we can learn about your new company and continue to follow your amazing life, please? I mean, of course, I have my webpage, uh, com, but I think what mostly, uh, what mostly is important, I mean, it's uh, to following up um, Chasing Cancellara. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, we, we started from three events to go up to, to nine destinations, and uh, now soon uh, we're going to have the, I'm going to have the first uh, event in, in Yas Marina circuit on the Formula One track. In, in Abu Dhabi, and then we coming back to Europe. I mean, um, it's like like I was explaining, and get on the web page and, and learning uh, about the details and where you can meet or where you can race. I mean, it's a challenge on 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 for the people and for myself. But I think uh, it's a unique experience on on close roads. We try to be differently. Uh, I want to be um, giving um, possibilities to for the people to ride to ride together and, uh, and to, to, to do something. And, and of course, what also um, is, um, is really on is the, the tristartriathlon.com uh, webpage as well. So this is all things. I mean, I'm not, I'm participating once in a while on the triathlon, but it's more to get learning, learning experiences. I mean, I'm involved in the in the operation, I'm, I'm involved in office hours and not only in, in the training hours to build up with swimming. Our platform is the pre platform to go once to a bigger triathlon, but also there, the problem for most of the people is the swimming. And the swimming is our weakest thing, so we put it on low kilometers and so on low kilometers, on low meters, because uh, it's not you do one and a half kilometers or even three, three and a half kilometers of swimming. The distances are, are really easy and simple for someone that wants to try the first time a triathlon and then to build up. And so we have pre platforms and healthy platforms to build up for your health and to build up for new and other experiences.
Mm, that sounds fantastic and, and really, really inspiring. So I wish you all the best with that, Fabian. Thank you so much for being on today's podcast and thank you for being the best in the world. No problem. Thank you as well. I appreciate for your words. The Best in the World podcast with Richard Parr. Wonderful stuff there from Fabian. It's been a while since we've spoken to a cyclist, but we have spoken to them on The Best in the World with Richard Parr before. So if you are into your sports on two wheels, you might want to go back and listen to my conversation with Sonia Looney. She is the mountain biking world record holder for a 24-hour race. Incredible story she has. I also have spoken to the track cyclist Katie Archibald. She recently won another gold medal at the Commonwealth Games in the Gold Coast. She is a very uh, eclectic individual and we have lots of fun with Katie. I've also spoken to the Olympic champion track cyclist Callum Skinner. All of these episodes are on the back catalogue at sportachino.com at acast.com forward slash best and of course on iTunes, Stitcher and pretty much anywhere else that you can get your podcasts. And in fact, if you can't get this Best in the World with Richard Parr on your preferred podcasting application, please send me a message and you can do that on Twitter at Richard underscore Parr and I will make sure that the Best in the World will be on that platform shortly. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Fabian as much as I did. I'll be back next week with another World Royal Olympic champion, world record holder or world number one to find out how they became the best in the world. Goodbye for now. The Best in the World podcast with Richard Parr. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.